Welcome to Season 2 of There Are Good Things Here, the podcast where you listen in as Katie Hubbard talks to God about life in the year that it got upended by her first cancer diagnosis. I hope you'll find grace in her honest, hard, and hopeful words. I'm your host, Norman Hubbard, and I just want you to hold on to Jesus like Katie did. It won't be easy or perfect, but it will be worth it. Well, my apologies to my faithful regular podcast listeners for getting this to you a couple of days late, but I've been traveling a bit. I will say I'm going to turn a corner right now and turn the page in Katie's journal. We've spent the last several podcasts listening to her blog entries from CaringBridge, but today it's going to be 100% personal journal. The things that she was writing pretty much just for herself and especially the Lord, not for public view. But you get to hear her thoughts as she has come through all of her rounds of chemotherapy after her first diagnosis with breast cancer. And now she's kind of on the backside of that looking ahead. And this is from Sunday, June 14th, 2009. Katie writes, Dear Lord, Thoughts on Job. I will question you, and you will answer me. We're always questioning you. Smart, tricky questions. We think we're so bright, but your questions are unanswerable. Question. Where were you when I created the world? Answer. I don't know. I wasn't there. I didn't exist. Many of these questions fall under the category of, what can I do? And the answer is, not that much. Where do I get the idea that after a hard time, blessing will come? From Job, Joseph, Israel with their slavery and then into the promised land, or with Israel through their exile into their return. From David, his difficulty with Saul, and then becoming king. But who didn't have that happen? Jeremiah, Isaiah, the disciples. I love this comment from Katie, by the way, as she acknowledges the fact that there is a pattern in the scripture that after a hard time, blessings will come. She's meditating on Job during this entry. But also there's a tension there because there certainly are people who did not have blessings follow them after their trials on earth, at least. But Katie concludes her journal entry saying, I feel that you are saying to me that you will restore. And then her journal entry from Monday, June 15th, 2009. Uh, If you were looking at this journal page, the thing that I love is at the very top, there's a note scribbled that says 24-inch shelving. I wonder what in the world we were working on at that time. Dear Lord, I am getting off my sleeping pill. Yay, it feels so good to feel more alert. The mental fuzziness of chemo has been so hard to bear. Some thoughts, and these are just bullet pointed. Pray for couples to come out of our ministry. We were working in campus ministry at the University of Illinois, by the way, and Katie 
was a huge proponent of people meeting, dating, uh, marrying the right person. Uh, I mean, we used to always say, you know, meeting and dating at the right time and in the right way and marrying the right person. Uh, we were not exactly, we didn't fit the mold of that I kiss dating goodbye kind of people. We really wanted our students to uh, to find their spouse if that's what the Lord had for them. And so there was our first prayer request that couples would come out of our ministry, pray for restoration, pray to love the Lord with all my heart soul, mind, and strength. Pray to serve the Lord with joy and gladness for the abundance of everything. I just think this is fantastic, by the way. Think about this. Here's a person who's just come out of an unexpected cancer diagnosis and several rounds of chemotherapy, looking ahead to whatever may come next, saying, pray that I will serve the Lord with joy and gladness for the abundance of everything. And pray about a tree. Uh, <laughs> Katie prayed about everything. Um, pray about a tree. The next one is pray about a car. Pray about my wanter. Uh, all of our kids would know uh, that Katie always talked about how our wanters are very big. And, you know, she's asking the Lord for a car. She's asking him for a tree. If you live in central Illinois, you understand why. We had a full west-facing uh, sort of rear of our house, and it was super hot, and so we were trying to figure out how do we shade our patio area. Um, but Katie was also sensitive in these prayer requests that her wanter not get too big. Uh, final, final two, pray that God will open a door for speaking or writing. And I'm curious whether she meant me or her in this uh, prayer request, and I'm not exactly sure. Uh, I was doing some speaking and writing at this time, and uh, I know that she had, at least in the back of her head, an idea to write. I'm not sure. And then her final bullet point prayer request is open doors for travel to England and Hawaii. And then from Tuesday, June 16th, 2009, a very short sentence, Dear Lord, I didn't write in this journal or have a quiet time for basically all of my chemo. One of the reasons that I've been reading to you from her Caring Bridge uh, entries over the past several weeks is that she just simply didn't have a lot entered in this journal from 2009. And that's it. That's the only sentence for that day. And I find it fascinating that she wrote that down. Um, but as I've said many times before, the most curious thing about all of Katie's entries is they almost all begin, Dear Lord. She just makes a written comment, a prayer to the Lord, and said, I didn't write anything in this journal or have a quiet time. She goes on Thursday, June 18th of 2009. Dear Lord, June always zooms by. Yesterday I had quite a bit of energy. I went to swim lessons watched Joseph, then ran errands from one to five, then went and walked around campus during Tom's swim conditioning class, which he's not very excited about. And then a few more bullet points. Remember when we moved to Key Street, that would be in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, and that electrician from Florida came and updated our electrical? I don't remember that, by the way. Remember the speaking doors that you opened through Fort Wilderness? I do remember that. 
Remember when you provided cash for our van? I don't remember that either. But one of the things that you see is that Katie was always remembering the good things that God had done. From Friday, June 19th, 2009. Dear Lord, we had 30 plus students at Bible study last night. They just kept coming. I don't know who they were or where they come came from. And I am off my sleeping pill. Saturday, June 20th, 2009. Dear Lord, feeling good enough to put the children to work today. I know that is a dose of reality. Rachel is tackling her room and singing, How Do You Solve a Problem Like Maria? Monday, June 22nd, 2009. I think this is the last entry I'll read today. Dear Lord, I had a very good weekend. I got to go to the Bloom wedding on Saturday, and I stayed until 8. Then I went to church on Sunday. Then I took a two-hour nap. Then we went to the pool. Wow, I can't believe how good I am feeling. Thank you. My bowels are working again. Here's an observation or question. Lord, sometimes it seems that I go through life in a perpetual state of anxiety. Is my time with you motivated out of love or out of worry about each day? I know I worry so much about provision. For someone who has the gift of faith, I sure do worry a lot. Is this true? Seeing that I'll be trusting you every day for the rest of my life for your provision, wouldn't it be nice if I actually trusted in you? And then she writes out a little triangular diagram in her journal with a dollar sign on one point of the triangle, ministry on another, and cancer on another. And underneath, she says, these are my three big worries. It's like the trifecta of worry for her. Money ministry, and cancer. And she writes, I don't worry a lot about my kids. Is that okay? Sometimes I feel like you've given me a break in that area. There is a lot of parenting to be made up for from these past months. Joseph is in a high training time. Kayla seems fairly grouchy. Tom's starting to test some of his independence, and Rachel is super forgetful. Lord, Please help me to trust you. I'm also realizing that materialism is a big thing with me. Here I am dealing with the end of chemo, and what am I struggling with most? Wanting things. A new car, a bigger TV, dishes, travel. My other areas of discontent are definitely ministry. Jeff and Jess and Noah and Katie are awesome. But I also long for a ministry that is up and running, where once again we have friendships and weddings and joy and gladness. Heat and humidity? There are no large trees in our yard. I always wonder about our garage. Did we do the right thing? And by the way, for those of you who saw our house in Illinois, because we built a third gigantic garage to put a travel trailer in, That was my idea, and Katie always wondered if it was a bad idea. And then she writes, private school, it's almost $700 a month, and that's up from $530 when we moved here. Are we crazy? 
We've had so much rain here this spring. Everything is so green. You just sent more rain this morning, too. It's about three inches since Thursday. Think how long and expensive it would be for us to water the yard for three inches. But when you work, it is so effortless. You work out of abundance, no limits, vast power, perfect holiness, complete wisdom. Thanks for joining me for this week's episode of There Are Good Things Here. I look forward to being with you again in two weeks.